Hello and welcome to My PGCE, a podcast documenting my journey as a trainee teacher with a special focus on mental health. I am your host, James B. Hello and good morning. It's been two weeks since we last spoke and since then my workload at school has been steadily increasing and my essay deadline has been sneaking ever closer and time generally is becoming increasingly short. So today I'll talk about just two things before talking about my mental health. First, not last week, but the week before, I was invited to accompany a year seven class on a school trip to the University of Birmingham to help me satisfy the requirements for teacher standard number eight, namely fulfilling wider professional responsibilities. And it was a fantastic day, though it didn't get off to a great start because the bus driver took us to Birmingham City University, which is no doubt a lovely institution, but not the one we were aiming for. So we were a little bit late, but that didn't seem to throw off the schedule too much. First of all, they gave the kids a general talk about what university is. Then they took us over to the Lapworth Museum on campus. And campus, by the way, is really beautiful. One of the better looking campuses I've seen. This episode is not sponsored by the University of Birmingham, by the way. But yes, we walked over to the Lapworth Museum, which is a geology museum. So it's filled with fossils and minerals and dinosaur bones. So, let alone the year sevens, I felt like a child again. It was brilliant. And the kids and myself, we had a set of questions that we had to answer, and the answers were in the museum. We had to go and find them. It was brilliant. After that, they put on a really good lunch, and then we went and had a tour of campus before returning to the seminar room, last thing, and having a Q&A so the kids could ask the student ambassadors any questions they liked about university life or applying or whatever it might be. And watching the kids throughout this day, I could see their horizons broadening. Before that day, I don't think many of them had considered university as something they might like to do in the future. But by the end of it, especially after one of the ambassadors spoke about the airsoft and paintballing society, that got all the lads on board. All the lads wanted to do university now. And just in general, by the end of the day, university was now something that these students were thinking about and something that could perhaps feature in their their futures. There was a bit of motion sickness on the journey there and on the way back but thankfully one of the other teachers had brought bags with her so the poor lad who was feeling unwell on the way back sat near the back of the bus so he passed the bag down to him 
He filled it, bless him, and then passed it back to the front of the bus. Oh, oh, thanks, miss. I'm finished with this now. You can have it back. And of course, there was a little hole in this bag, so it left a nice trickle all the way down back to the front of the bus. That was really that was a really gross story, and I just realised that I, that I launched it upon you without so much as a disclaimer. I do apologise, but I thought it was very funny. This day out to the University of Birmingham also got me thinking about my own time at school. I went to a private school, and we never had a trip to a university. We had other trips, but never to a university. And it got me wondering why. I think it may have been because university was largely taken as a given at my school. It was just taken for granted that most, if not all, students at this school would be attending university and they would be encouraged to attend university by their parents and by their teachers. University wasn't something they needed to visit. A slightly different culture, I guess that's the best way to describe it. And not necessarily a better culture, I'd like to add that, because I've worked at higher education institutes for a while now, and lived at one for several years too. I've seen a lot of university life, and I don't always think it's the best option for everyone. I think that often 18-year-olds are pushed into university, or their momentum carries them to university, when in fact they'd be better doing something else, maybe for a few years, and then going to university when they're a bit older and more mature. But at my current school, getting back to what I was saying, university isn't a given. It's not taken for granted. To go to university would be a big deal. And it's not something that all the students just assume will be in their future. So I think having that trip to the University of Birmingham, like I said, really broadened their horizons got them thinking about things they'd like to do that they perhaps hadn't considered before. And the excitement in them was palpable. It was wonderful to see. One of my favourite days so far as a trainee teacher. The second thing I'd like to talk about was something we discussed in a faculty meeting last week. And that's the relationship between pitch and pace. Pitch and pace are two words that seem to come up quite often in teaching. Yet they seem to be variously and loosely defined. People have different ideas of what they mean and how they relate to one another. So I thought it might be helpful to share what we discussed. We seem to agree that the pitch of something, a lesson, a topic, whatever, the pitch referred to how difficult it was. The greater the pitch, the higher the difficulty. And the pace was the rate at which you moved through that content. You could either either move through it quickly or slowly. As for the relationship between the two, the greater the pitch, the slower the pace. So it's an inverse relationship. So if something is more difficult, the topic is more complicated, say. As a teacher, you should reduce your pace you should explain it more slowly and that kind of makes sense i think but i wanted to 
also now perhaps think about it just a little bit deeper. I think I agree with the definition of pace as the rate at which you move through a topic, the rate at which you explain something. But I'm not sold on the definition of pitch as being how difficult something is. So I'm going to Google it now. Pitch seems to be a fascinating word. There are over 20 different definitions of the word on Google. But the one that jumps out at me is a form of words used when trying to persuade someone to buy or accept something. So how does that apply to teaching? Well, we could say that pitch in teaching is the form of words used when trying to get students to understand something. I think this is closer to my intuitive understanding of the word. So it's got nothing really to do with the topic, how difficult the topic is. It's more about the words you use to try to teach that topic. And of course, the difficulty of a topic is also relative. It will depend on the competence of the class. But this new definition does seem to muddle the relationship between pitch and pace. Because on this new definition, I'm not sure what low and high pitch would be. So the new definition is the form of words used when trying to get students to understand something. So perhaps low pitch would be using very simple words. I don't know. High pitch would be using more complicated words. But then if simple words would do the job, why ever would you use complicated words? Even with a top set. Top set may be able to understand complicated words but if it takes them just a little bit more processing power than understanding simple words would then why not just use the simple words if they convey the lesson effectively so there's a question for you the listener what's your understanding of pitch and pace and how do you think they relate to one another i'd love to hear your thoughts now on to mental health on the whole it's been good. I'd say my motivation is still high. We spoke last time about the inverse relationship between the right kinds of motivation and poor mental health. So at the moment, I feel intrinsically motivated. I'm finding teaching inherently valuable. My motivation is high. And that means my mental health issues are quite low. That said, there was a blip on Thursday evening. But I wouldn't say that's anything to do with teaching per se. So I have all my routines to look after my mental health. We've discussed those before. My routines can handle the burden of my teacher training. But on Thursday, I had some additional stresses piled on top of my teacher training. So I live on a university campus in halls of residence with undergraduates as a resident tutor. And I had to hold a meeting on Thursday evening regarding stolen food. 
these things happen in university accommodation. Food goes missing. This particular flat are not happy about it at all, and I had to broker a meeting between them. It wasn't a particularly stressful experience. I wouldn't say it was that stressful at all. Yet it seemed to tip me over into the red zone of anxiety. And I spent much of that evening feeling quite anxious. And by that I mean my heart rate was elevated. I could feel that my heart rate was quite high. And I just knew that also my breathing was quite shallow. But by the time I got that done, and I'd finished the rest of the things I needed to do that evening. And sure enough, I did start to calm down. And the following day, I was fine again. But that was an interesting experience, because I think it really highlighted how I have this fine balance at the moment between the stresses, albeit good stresses, of my teacher training, and the routines that are keeping me healthy. And it doesn't take much to throw that balance out. But otherwise, like I said, I still feel really good. And I hope you feel really good too. And I will talk to you again in a couple of weeks. If you like the episode, please spread the word in person and on social media. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at MyPGCEPod or email MyPGCEPod at gmail.com. Please subscribe, rate and review in your directory of choice. Please also consider becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash mypgcepod and helping fund both the podcast and my PGCE course. Thank you and talk again soon.